Welcome to Neural Network News. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Today is uh, February 22nd. We had another full week of uh, developments happening in this space that we're excited to cover with you guys. Oh, yeah. It was a busy week again. On today's episode, we'll touch uh, base a little bit on the talks between X and MidJourney for a potential partnership. Oh, that's interesting. And also in the Elon space, uh, patient zero with neural ring, with neural uh Patient Zero with Neural Link has made a full recovery, and so we're going to cover what they're able to do now with just their mind. Oh, geez. Um, large language models are 2023 buzzwords. This year, it's going to be about general world models, or GWMs, as if you didn't need another acronym. Um, what do you need to know? Uh, Google's Gemini update. Google has temporarily suspended the ability of its generative AI suite Gemini to generate images of people due to historical inaccuracies with plans to update the technology for improvements. Uh, Google, what are you doing? Um, Grok with a Q uh, is an AI chip company, not to com be confused with, you know, M Musk's Grok, uh, claims to be uh, the faster AI chip um, more than NVIDIA. So how is this possible? We'll take a deep dive on that. Very cool. All right. So also in AI, um, AI is in new material discovery. So a startup led by former DeepMind, DeepMind, of course, is from Google. Senior researcher is leveraging journey of AI technology to support new physical materials manufacturing. So we're on the cusp of discovering new materials with the help of AI. This is super exciting. And this is this is some of the wonders that this technology can lead to, in my opinion. But we'll get, we'll do a bit deeper dive on that as well. Yeah, we talk about a little bit about uh, Terminator from time to time. There is a um, movie, the full length feature film AI that's a spoof on T2 so uh, we'll touch on that and uh, yeah so thanks so much for joining us um, what you got for drinking today uh, let's see so today I am really excited uh, this is one of my favorite beers this is a uh, Carl Strauss uh, which is a San Diego brewery brewery this is their red trolley ale it's a delicious delicious full body ale uh, I'm huge I've been it's one of my favorite beers uh, when I think of beer I truly think of an amber beer that tastes very similar to this beer for some reason when I to, to me to me beer means amber to me it's my personal taste but uh this is a in my opinion a very awesome representative for ambers again called Strauss San Diego uh, awesome, delicious, uh, 5.8% alcohol by value. 5.8. Uh, that's a, a, that's a solid beer right there. Um, yes, all right. Is. Let's crack it open. Cheers. All right. All right. Let's Cheers. do this. Yeah. Episode number five. Episode number five. February 22. Let's go. Yeah. That is a nice amber. And now I have a jacket. Just and now you have a jacket. <laughs> so it is a little cold yeah. in here. I get it. Uh, starting off with some of the headlines this week, Midjourney and X's partnership. So Elon Musk had hinted at a possible partnership between X and the popular AI image generator Midjourney, who does the pictures, which we posted before. Um, they really want to transform the user experience on the social media platform. And I know that uh, they have their own kind of AI system. Elon quoted, we are in some interesting discussions with Midjourney. And um, we are in some interesting discussions with Midjourney and, and something may come of that. Uh, but either way, one way or another, we will enable AI art generation on the X platform. It was okay. Yeah, he's yeah. They're in partnership. There isn't anything that's come out of it in necessarily a full 
this is what we're doing. So um, it was just something that touch on it. But yeah, Midjourney is is a big AI player in the image mm-hmm, image side of and, things. And, and of course, uh, because of Sora, things are stepped up now with video. Yeah, and X. I mean, they have such a huge database, a social network. So if Midjourney can tap into that uh, database, that would be good too for them. Yeah, Midjourney, and uh, even if even the Midjourney was part of uh, Elon's Grok with a K, um, it'd probably be a good product, you know, comparable to ChatGPT's uh, what they're doing now. Yeah, and uh, the the seams with this week, it, it was a very apparent that people are starting to pair up. Yes, all the companies, especially with after ChatGPT is looking for all that funding for their own chip, mm-hmm. right? And I'll just touch on this now since um, it's a little bit of the same discussion is Reddit and Google are partnering up to train AI models. So last week we found out Reddit signed a 60 million deal granting access to its user content for AI model training and to an unknown company. We now know this week that it is Google. So some thoughts on this. Um, Social media platforms are gold mines of data AI training models. So um, while you know meta and x have their own ambitions and in this instance x may have you know mid-journey um with partnership in that regard um this is one that uh, google is working on and so it's just interesting to see these pairing up of social media networks and databases and the ai systems also reddit is about to go public right they're they're announcing their ipo yeah yeah so next month uh they're going to be doing their ipo there's no date yet but um that is a huge uh the next big one everybody's talking about so uh interesting to see some of those things kind of people starting to come up with partnerships um it'll continue consolidation will occur um a lot of different companies um small startups are making some headway you are certainly going to be on the list for a lot of these larger companies to swallow up. Uh, Elon Musk announced February 20th that the first human implanted with Neuralink's uh, brain chip has made a full recovery. The patient is able to control a mouse using only their thoughts. Oh, wow. Uh, let me go over, let me jump into this story real quick. I wanted to cover a couple of things. So Elon said progress is good and the patient seems to have made a full recovery with no ill effects. So progress is good and the patient seems to have a full recovery with no ill effects that we're aware of. Patient is able to move a mouse around the screen just by thinking. How the the chip is implanted, it's, it's they're using a robot to surgically place that brain computer interface implant in a region of the brain that controls the, in, the intention to move. Neuralink said that adding the initial goal is to enable people to control a computer cursor or keyboard using their thoughts. So they've accomplished that, looks like, successfully Mm -hmm. this week, Monday. So this is the video um, that they released um, of just the demonstration with them being able to control just by their thoughts of their phone, either looking at Oh, so this is how it actually looks. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So the person with the brain chip just typed that in, sort of, mm-hmm. sort of, right? Yeah. Um, so if you're leaving with um, spinal cord injuries, you may qualify for something like this, which is phenomenal too. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. So they, they can be a patient with Neuralink. Yeah. If we'll if you have any, after. if you know somebody with this, um, certainly you can uh, register as a patient uh, for That's this trial. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Wow. We are jumping ahead of our future mm, way faster than i thought <laughs> we are 
so in the future now. <laughs> every every week it's something new, which is exciting and and, uh, and scary for some people. And of course, what you and I discussed earlier, kind of thrown out uh, mm-hmm. ideas. Um, okay, maybe it was in my previous notes. Okay, okay, but we basically talked about the fact that you'll be able to have Neuralink plug into your Xbox or PlayStation. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and play a video game without. <laughs> One day we will have you don't the need, ability. No, you don't need the, the Apple Pro device. You don't need any kind of optic device. It's just going to wire into your optic nerve. You'll be yeah. able to see the images somewhere projecting in your mind's eye, let's say, right? Yeah. Hey. Wow. I and, mean, and you'll be able to control whatever you're controlling right your brain is like a muscle the more you train it maybe yeah. it'll get fatter your brain thinks run fast <laughs> run faster go left look left shoot right or whatever you know so, more in. solid connections yeah and eventually that bandwidth question will be solved right today it's only cursor movement yeah you know tomorrow it's our hand-eye coordination may go away tomorrow we're totally plugged it into into some kind of digital world yeah <laughs> <laughs> next year next year <laughs> right next year <laughs> All right. All right. General world models. Uh, so, what is a general world model? Let's because this is a new yeah. term that we're covering. Uh, so, a general world model is basically an internal representation of the environment and the world as it is from video, photos, uh, varying data sets. Mm-hmm. So, it has a lot of uh, data sets that it's not just a language model. What does this all mean? It means that pretty soon, general world models will allow us to simulate worlds that more closely reflect our own. So, it's for example, gravity. Right, gravity mm-hmm. has its own parameters in that in, in that video environment. Let's call it right. And so, as as humans, we all have our senses, mm-hmm. different senses. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, what now we're opening it up to all the different things, and that's kind of we've talked a little bit about it is AGI artificial general intelligence of understanding the world as it is like gravity or uh, cause and effect. If something happens, it's not just a prediction of the language or the words that's going to happen next um, or maybe an image. It's now taking in all the data and making a general conclusion or a predictive conclusion. Um, So they're utilizing a transformer architecture uh, for space-time patches of video and image latent code. Uh, Transformer architecture is kind of what um, all the LLMs are running on. Transformer architecture is kind of the new thing. Transformer language models are, are language calculators. So everything has to become uh, numbers, and then those numbers through calculations and multiplications become other. other. You give words, it predicts the next word, um, and it gives you something coherent based on the statistics of the, of the text that it was uh, trained on. Um, so space-time patches is allowing the model to understand where in space and where in time a specific picture or image or uh, video occurs. So really, space-time patches is a fancy way to say breaking down a video into smaller pieces to learn how things move. But technically, computers don't really understand how things move. What they're really doing is learning to predict animation. And here, what they're really, really doing is learning to predict change in color across frames. And to continue, change in color can be represented by change in color pixels. And each pixel can be represented by numbers. And computers love numbers. So, uh... 
essentially with Sora, um, there's this thing called diffusion. Um, it's a very fa- fuzzy, grainy pixel picture, mm-hmm. and then it like comes into focus what the text or was. Or as if let's say a car is moving faster, right? The pixels that are on the left and the right, they kind of smeared versus what what you had in the head. If you're driving ahead, it's all focused. Yeah. Um, And Dolly, in the original Dolly, you could see that's how it came to being. Uh, It was like pixelated and then it came to the actual picture. Um, So AI's physics is basically understanding um, what it is. It's putting everything into numbers. And then what it does is it creates a probability of what the next pixel is going to be. It predicts the cup. Uh, colors through a grid and so it's not necessarily understanding physics it's representing representing physics in based what on parameters. based mm-hmm. on parameters and based probabilities the, mm-hmm. um, so it's not like it knows it, it doesn't understand physics in in the way that we do um, it just knows it doesn't have a physical experience of it right and it doesn't have any kind of experience it has actually zero experience with anything <laughs> right so if all it does it's a, it's a set of parameters hey you know and and if and if it messes up we clearly see it in those images we're going to go over that later today yeah and <clears throat> when, so, when it messes up the the, the gravity rules <laughs> yeah gravity rules. and the things that we take for granted just for existing in the physical world right you bounce right. a ball um it should bounce up uh in a lot of the videos sometimes it does not always bounce um sometimes it goes through disappears goes, goes through things goes through to the next thing <laughs> yeah so it doesn't understand uh, the real world in that regard so these general world models are understanding what the world is um to a much m- bigger degree but yeah very cool all right, so let's talk about Grok, an AI chip, compa- uh, chip company. So Grok creates AI chips called language processing units. So what they are, they're roughly $20,000 chips that are a lot more efficient than uh, current NVIDIA uh, GPUs and NVIDIA chips. You can experience it for yourself by going to Grok, G-R-O-Q, not to be confused with uh, Twitter's or Elon's GROK, this GROQ. From what we learned today, it's uh, it's running on the on their on their their these chips that this company has created, and they're allowing, allowing different uh, language models to run. That looks right. currently what we have available which one is Llama it? and Nextro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so it, it it's extremely fast. If you play around with it, you'll see it's it's a lot faster. The response that we're getting from ChatGPT, yeah. from ChatGPT's speed, it's it's just almost right there. Uh, Grok produces 247 tokens per second compared to Microsoft Microsoft 18 tokens per second according to them. It's Copilot. So if ChatGPT was running on Grok's chips, according to them, it'll run 13 times faster. Oh, wow. That's super fast. That is super fast <clears throat> and super impressive. Yeah. yeah, and we played a little a little bit around on this. So if you can go to you go to their website and play around with it, it's free. It doesn't cost anything. You don't even have to sign up. Um, and it's lightning fast. Um, it is much quicker than ChatGPT, what you've ever worked on, or Copilot through Microsoft. Uh, Grok has access to Llama, which is an open source by Meta. So. That is the system that it's trained on, the LLM. It's not, uh, so those systems and uh, are running on these chips a lot faster. Right. So this is uh, this is Llama's uh, Llama's 
large language model AI model is running on this chip and also they have Mixtral which is made by Mixtral from what I gathered yep they're a separate uh, startup mm -hmm. um, and the it, what's interesting is that it just because it's faster doesn't mean it's better um, so it, it is still going to give you the same answers um, vague vague answers if you put in a vague question um, it's not going to you know blow your mind with quantum mechanics or something <laughs> Here's what I didn't know. Grok was founded around the same time as um, OpenAI in 2016. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, OpenAI was 2015, 2016. Osmium uh, AI? Osmium AI, led by an ex-Googler and backed by Y Combinator, enables industrial customers to predict physical properties of new materials, materials and then refine and optimize those new materials, leveraging AI. So several academic papers over the past decade propose ways of speeding up material design workflows through AI in tandem with vast databases of molecules. DeepMind itself themselves is investing in AI originated materials last year announcing that it devises an algorithm to discover millions of crystals that could someday power commercial technologies so battery technologies could be could be produced out of it mm -hmm. um, I was chemical looking. properties um, a lot of I'm sure they're looking at this as a dollar sign with patents um, the first one to the, some of these new materials with patents yeah you are in you know, or if they're able to produce some kind of a material that could be used, say, in batteries, but they're, able, but they're able to make them extremely efficient. All of a sudden, all of our battery devices, all of our devices, cars and everything, computers, phones, everything, will become a whole lot efficient. Yeah. You know, this could even more so propel all this tech so much forward, you know? <laughs> We're sending yeah. you back yeah. to the future! So, uh, today, Google released Gemma. It's an open source model designed for responsible AI development. Um, it's something that was released, and I feel like it was released ahead of it actually being done. Um, you know, it's the sentiment of, you know, screw it, we'll do it live. <laughs> it didn't even get that right. That's a fail. That is not true. Okay, that's a fail. That is a complete fail. But the reason they're doing it is because they have to compete with each other. They, the reason ChatGPT uh, is making it a wide release because they have to. They want to find where it messes up so they can fix it quickly so they can make the software or the product better. Right. Uh, so I think that's their motivation. Let's release it quickly, and and it's looked like the name of the game is let's give it to everybody and let's find the mistakes real quick. Yep. And the mistakes were found. So it's open source in its most glitchy, um, open source way. Uh, that mm -hmm. it's glitchy. Yeah. Right. It's a Silicon Valley way, right? Let's let's put it out there. We'll it's it's it a Tesla out. way. Let's put it out. It's not perfect, but let's put it out there, right? Yeah. And they put it out because everybody else is putting out an open source mm. minus right. Open and AI. it's the competition that drives it yeah. which is a good thing mm -hmm. which is a good thing which hopefully will lead to a safe <laughs> safe environment <laughs> <laughs> yeah i could go on about that so chat gpt uh also said today uh you can now rate gpts those gpt uh like agents uh you can provide those feedback directly to the builder uh just like a review on amazon or google or anything like that um so they can improve it and make changes um upon those reviews and feedback uh, that they receive. So this is something that is just added, um, just another layer of uh, improvements that they're they're making. So not, you know, 
in amazing or anything like that. Just one of those extra things. Uh, we have a few other, f few more things here. Um, magic. Magic. Yeah! Uh, AI coding startup Magic has apparently made a breakthrough in AI reasoning, similar to OpenAI's QSTAR. Uh, that could have been a major factor in their recent $100 million round from Nat Friedman, who's a former CEO of GitHub, and Daniel Gross. Um, so they supposedly can do 3.5 million words of input. That's five times as fast as Gemini, that 1.5 just came out. Wow. Five times faster. You're getting to a place of unlimited input. Yeah, all they need to do now is put it on Grok's chips. Yeah, right? Seriously. Right? Cause, cause Magic, they're talking talk to Grok. About, they're talking <laughs> about um, it's, it's a language model, right? So it needs to run on the chip. And it's now and it's currently running on, on old school NVIDIA chips. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this just came out today as well. It, there is not much coverage on it just yet. It was uh, one post that came through from theinformant.com, um, but really kind of another groundbreaking, just, uh, just another thing this week. We just keep pushing the boundaries and everybody's competing. It is certainly a race. Who's gonna win? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's um, the machines are going to win and the uh, humanity is going to lose. One thing for sure, this <laughs> research, this technology is progressing extremely quickly. It's so it's growing quick. not just as software, but it's it's developing these new chips. And uh, last week we talked about Altman mm -hmm. in, uh, looking for a $7 billion investment for yeah. a chip company. And, and Gemini just came out last week. So About a week chip. later, yeah. um, you know, right, right. things are out of date. And, and look, this week is all uh, so many news are based on the chip base. Mm -hmm. I learned about Grok with uh, Grok with the Q with their chip, and of course the, there was an Nvidia announcement about chips a while ago, right? Yeah, Nvidia is using AI to create the next generation chips. Right. Uh, so I have a question: Is is Grok developing their own their own? They're developing their own chip. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> so that was the, the thing about theirs is they have an actual... Uh, they're not just developing. They're <laughs> producing mm -hmm. it, right? Yep. Because mm -hmm. they're, uh, they're already selling access to this thing. Yes. Unlike other providers, they're not brokering a cloud service. They built their own chip compiler and software system. So it's a new process. Yeah, they have category. a whole suite from cloud to actual physical hardware that they're selling. Yeah. Uh, from server racks to node components, to card, to in the whole uh, ecosystem, they call it Grok Cloud. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So you, you don't need to have the actual, you don't need to buy the actual software, you're kind of buying a subscription fee, but you could also buy their own hardware. More to come. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna be learning more and more and we're gonna be hearing a lot more about Grok. Keep going. This is super exciting, the, the speed that we saw it. Yeah. What's cool about this new technology, we can not just talk about, but we can see it in, <laughs> You know, we can just go to their website, whether it's Grok or ChatGPT, and 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 see it. Uh, yeah, in form. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Wow. So, with all that intensity, let's roll it back and uh, enjoy some culture and society and AI. How it's all kinds of crazy. Um, so we talked a little bit about Google Gemini. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, today it got pulled. <laughs> Um, and it got pulled. Do we want to get into it? Uh, because uh, it's trying to be, to be progressive. So You had one job, Gemini. 
and this was well at least the image portion of it let's see what the problem <laughs> was for that image Google's Gemini uh, needs to, a little bit of an update on what it's training on. Yeah. They and, acknowledge the and issue. They acknowledge the issue, and it looks, they suspended the ability to generate. Uh, well, they suspended the ability of its generative AI to yeah to generate images. Uh huh. Yep. So they're they're put the images on hold. They're going to work out these uh, uh, glitches. I'm sure you've seen, if you're on any social media platform, I'm sure it's kind of making its way through. Um, and now we also have the first feature film, um, T2 Remake, or the spoof. Um, so it was 50 unique, uh, or 50 AI artists worked together to create one, you know, amazing uh, video. And uh, it's actually going to be coming out in March. And you'll be able to, to see it. So, um, looks like you can see the uh, trailer for this AI created spoof of Terminator 2 uh, right on X. Uh, and we'll post a link. Uh, and on X, it's a T2 for Terminator 2 remake on X. Yeah. And you can check out their trailer that is, th they're putting together a full feature film that's going to be in the movie theaters uh, and streaming. And uh, we watched the trailer, and it's and it's pretty pretty cool. It looks pretty pretty. It looks like a movie I want to watch. <laughs> Be on the look for, out for their live stream on March 9th. Um, so it's certainly really interesting. Uh, it looks like AI, but I think they're kind of making fun of themselves and uh, fun of AI. And they're uh, and they're you know creating their little spoofy uh, thing, and and they're making fun of themselves, right? Yeah. And, and we see it in, in that trailer. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The That's guy. Really cool. So it's gonna be like a fun thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's this is the fun that comes out of AI. Uh -huh. We we're looking forward to it. So uh, it's it's very enjoyable, and I'm sure it'll be a, a great hit. Um, Google recently they finally dropped their Bard name in favor of Gemini. So if anybody was thinking that oh where's Bard, it's actually uh, Gemini. Um, <coughs> just as I had that right Bard when they were releasing it that was built in right into Google and now it's all Gemini. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense. They're simplifying. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that OpenAI, somebody from OpenAI, talked about Sora and why they didn't release it to the main public, um, and they very intentionally were not sharing it widely, um, in the hopes that it many public demo kicks a social response into gear, which is interesting because that allows uh, regulators and people to start the discussion on how we're going to re regulate uh, deep fakes, um, you know, misinformation, things like that. So one of the things that this year is an election year that's uh, going to be very prevalent. So they wanted to see what the reaction was in the community. Uh, let's talk about the Disney acquire, acquiring or... Uh, partnership. Partnership. So Disney and... Uh, Eleven Labs. Where, so they said, we're thrilled to be part of 2024 Disney Accelerator. So Disney is getting into AI. And um, Eleven Labs, if you don't know, does voiceover, uh, very, very real voiceover. Introducing Eleven Labs Speech to Speech. Now you can record and transform your voice into anyone or anything you could possibly imagine. Um, and uh, they are the ones that actually own it, and so they're working with Disney. Uh, Eleven Labs does human voice, or do they do human? A, mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so what is it called, the voiceover? Yeah, generative voice AI. Um, I'm an AI-generated voice. Hakuna Matata, what a wonderful phrase. <laughs> 
there's a lot of things. So you can click on the language to change the audio. If you've never played with it, it's a lot of fun. You can, you can, uh, there's a limit, I think, yeah, 333 characters. That is also what's going on. So, um, I think we've covered quite a lot uh, today, and as always, we have lots of more information, and uh, next week and the week after that, we'll continue having all of the AI information that you'll ever need to know. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us uh, again for watching and listening. Um, I'm John. You can always find me online or our uh, social media online. Um, certainly search us on YouTube and and Instagram. Well, we'll include the links down below. If you want to reach out to us, certainly reach out to us at neuralnetworknewsai at gmail.com. Uh, huge shout out to uh, our sponsor, CozySolutions.com. Uh, they provide midterm rental housing in Orange County and uh, San Diego. Uh, beautiful, fully furnished uh, apartments oh, wow. with high-speed internet. Nice. Very comfortable, very beautiful. If you use uh, promo code NNN for Neural Network News, uh, you'll get $99 off of your booking with, uh, with them. That's thanks awesome. for tuning in, guys. Yes. Yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.